It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Listeners, before this episode begins, you should know, it contains some weird audio. It's a process, guys. We're working on it. Yeah, we've only been doing this show for three years. Yeah. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So buckle up! It's spring, and I am already getting that, like, that across-the-season sickness. That and hay I am, fever? Yeah, and I am, Claire, I am freaking out. Why are you freaking out? I am so fucking stressed right now. Why? Um, <clears throat> because I have a concert tomorrow night, and I'm sick now, yeah. and um, and it's just not good, and I have no time to rest, well, and you don't I'm freaking out. sound sick. I, I, I hear it in me, but that's just because I know my voice tends to sound like this. But no, it it doesn't really. I think I think your voice is is deeper than you think it is. Oh, thank you. You thank have you a so much. you have a warm, sugary timbre to your voice. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, so I know that feeling. It's the worst feeling because it feels like that only comes at an inopportune moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. So today I'm going pretty nonstop. Hopefully I can get a bit of a nap in at some point today. Yes. Then tomorrow's showtime, baby. Showtime, baby. Day of the show, y'all. Day of the show, y'all. Um, otherwise, do you like the spring weather? Is spring I love up- the spring. Okay, because some people don't love the weather. They either want it super hot or mm-hmm. super cold. What's your where, What's your stance? Well, so spring is fantastic because no one is happier than New Yorkers in springtime. Absolutely. You know, when you start eating out on the sidewalk, that's when yep. the spring has sprung. Yep. Um, but for me, it's fall. I think the, right. I think the vibe of like impending holidays, but like still nice weather, changing leaves, strolls in the park, bouquets right. of freshly sharpened pencils. You know, it's it feels that way. Spring to me. and fall are like my interchangeable favorites. Really? Like, yeah, it's the extremes of winter and and summer that like kind of like rub me the wrong way sometimes. But I also just don't get people who don't like spring. And if you're listening to yeah. this and you're one of them, like, I'm sorry, but I'm also like, what, why? I'm super confused over why people aren't more excited for back to school. Like, that's what I think makes fall so special is, like, the end of summer is sad, but the beginning of a new school year is very exciting. I have a theory on that. It's not really scientific at all, but <clears throat> so, like, I feel like when I grew up, there was a lot of, like, Nickelodeon culture of, like, School drools, man, and teachers suck, man, mm. and vegetables are icky, man. And so I feel like that just kind of... Man, 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 Um, So I feel like that just kind of informed a whole generation of, like, back to school is meh. But it's like, it's actually, it's, it is a great, it's a good time of year. It really is. I find that the best part of the back to school culture is, like, the sales at the stores. Right. Because I'm not going to school, obviously, but I do need a new backpack. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing, I don't know, there's nothing more magical than, like, walking through New York during any changing season. Mm-hmm. Particularly, like, people don't resent the winter until the snow is too much to bear. Right. That first snow is, like, the most magical thing. Oh, absolutely. Everyone in New York loves the first snow. And 
I think that there's something really special in fall about like preparations. Mm-hmm. Fall is like a preparatory because like as soon season. as you get to that week of Thanksgiving, then it's like game on. Yeah. I, I also find that fall is soothing for someone who's not into sports. I find that people will actually engage with you. You can go out and like there isn't, I don't know, there isn't like an event happening on top of the event. Like any time between the fall and like early winter, late spring, I can't go to brunch without football being on. And it's like I'm completely disinterested. Did you not grow up in a baseball community? No, I did. Baseball's the big one. So, like, that's why I don't mind spring. (laughs) Sure. But I feel like, at least from, like, from where I grew up, like, baseball was the huge, like, fall thing. Like, if there was a game on, like, then you kind of... But the World Series only happens in October. I mean, you don't really get, like, the meat of fall. That's that's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I will say that the experience of going to a ball game to to baseball is completely different than every other sport. Absolutely. And people who don't think that baseball is still the American pastime clearly haven't been to the park in a while. Because if you go to the ballpark, I mean, there is nothing like the experience of a baseball game. Mm -hmm. And now, to be fair, I did grow up in a baseball family. I am a fairly big baseball fan. I love going to baseball games. But the culture of baseball fandom, baseball food, and afternoon at the ballpark is completely different than bundling up and going to see hockey, soccer, basketball, or football. Right, right. It's just completely different. Baseball is like the last hopeful sport to me. Really? Yeah, because those players, with the exceptions of like A-Rod or something, don't get paid what anyone else in any other league gets paid. Mm. And they play it because they love the game. All right. And the hometown team, when you think about that, we're still talking about baseball. We're still talking about baseball. You know? And, like, baseball is the last sport where there's free shit at the ballpark. And baseball Mm, is the last sport that has food made specifically for it. Right. Baseball is the last sport that has embraced kosher culture. Like, Mm. there are so many things that baseball – I'm now I'm lit. (laughs) I'm getting angry. But that's why – another reason why spring makes me – Oh, hopeful. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up baseball, buddy. Anytime. The Sox are going all the way. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> this is New York. It's Yankees or not. Oh, God. Tell that to all the Mets fans. Uh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Are we ready for the thing that happened this week? Story time. Story time. Story time. Cue the music. All right, Claire, why don't you tell us what happened this week? So it didn't happen exactly to me, but it is so much of note that I have to talk about it. At work, I work in an apartment. I have, I have a pretty new job mm-hmm. as of a couple months ago where I'm nannying for a family after school. And they have a beautiful apartment on the brink of the Upper West Side, Morningside Heights, Near Columbia University. Mm-hmm. I love that area. No, it's gorgeous. It's one of my favorite areas. Go on. So they have a beautiful apartment. It's completely decked out. I guess before the people before them moved out, they did like a pretty comprehensive renovation of at least the kitchen and the dining area and a little bit of the living room and the bathrooms. And so it's like a pretty special apartment. It has a lot of love in it. So my boss texts me a couple days ago and tells me that over the weekend they've had a flood. 
And I didn't really realize, like, to what extent this flood was. But apparently, everybody went to sleep Saturday night. And when they woke up Sunday morning, sometime in the night, the upstairs neighbors had run their dishwasher. And the hose from the water supply to the dishwasher had detached. Oof. Water came across the upstairs neighbor's floor to the point that it seeped through the floor for so long that night, just flowing freely, that not only did it get down the walls, through the floor into the next apartment, warped all the cabinets, fucked up all the floors, bubbled all the paint, and literally disshelved a section of the di- where the dining room and the kitchen meet, where the crown molding has detached, the walls have settled with, like, seam lines, and the floor has shifted slightly. Oh, my God. Okay. Not only that, but the upstairs neighbors, when they woke up, had an inch of water standing on the floor. Sounds about right. Which means that enough water flowed from that hose downstairs that it still did all of that damage and still was an active flood. Right. So... This is every New Yorker's nightmare. Mm -hmm. I fear flood slightly less than fire and fire slightly less than bedbugs. Yeah, bedbugs are like the top. I've had an electrical fire in my apartment before. And if you – I'm less afraid because I've already experienced it. I think before it went fire, bedbugs, flood, Mm -hmm. burglar. No, fire, bedbugs, burglar, flood. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I feel like I'd be, currently I'm like fire, bed bugs, flood, burglar. Okay. I feel like, I don't know, maybe just because where I live it feels secure enough. Yes, um, it does feel very secure here. But also like, I don't know, like I feel like there's not as many opportunities where I live for flood. Like nobody has a dishwasher. Right. Um, Like, I've, I've heard the story and I've actually experienced it where, um, like, the upstairs neighbors have, like, left their, like, shower on for too long or, like, yeah. their bathtub on for too long that it starts to, like, seep through. Yes. At my last place. Um, But that never, like, caused a flood for us or anything. It was just like, dude, there's mold growing from the ceiling. What do? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had small experiences before. Once in an old place where there was a drip between the walls and Ugh. it came out, my bed was pushed flush against the wall and that's where the mold decided to grow. Was Yikes. The, I think I talked about it on the show when it was happening, but I ended up, we, we had it in remediation for a short time and then it started coming back. Mm-hmm. And so then I spent an afternoon with my hands in plastic bags, scrubbing it inch by inch with a toothbrush and bleach. And then it finally died. I remember that. All the mold spores died. That was at your old place? This was at my old place, the place I had before this one. And uh, because you all have been there, you've visited. You know, you know. Very familiar. Um, So anyway, at work, oh, I was going to say, and right now at my current place, we have a drip in the bathroom where I think the upstairs neighbors need something tightened or sealed on the toilet maybe, or maybe the bathtub, but I think it's the toilet, where every now and then a drip will come. Our unit is renovated. And they did recessed lighting in the bathroom. And so it's clear that they cut the hole bigger than the light needed to be because the drip has found its way to the edge of the can light. Mm. So, like, it's not coming through the light, but it's coming next to the light, which is too close for my comfort. Right. Um, And we've been working on that for months and months and months and months and months. So at work, they had an assessment team come in to take a look at the damage. 
And apparently it's pretty bad. Really? So now the poor family that I work for, they're the sweetest people. They're having the kitchen plastic added all up. So that you can't get to it. I'm I'm laughing at plastic did plastic it did plastic did did plastic did plastic plastic covered in plastic. Yeah, plastic. They're having it quarantined by plastic, and then they're going. (laughs) There you go. Um, but a bunch of the cabinetry cabinetry needs to be done, and a bunch of like the lining against the counters. The floors need a patch, which means basically all the hardwoods need to go and be reset. The ceiling, so basically the biggest issue is that the upstairs neighbor's floor is completely unsalvageable. So to tear up that floor, they have to remove the ceiling from the unit I work in. So when we walk in next time, we may have extra, extra, extra tall ceilings. All right. (laughs) But basically, it's not going to be a livable situation for Mm. a long time. So work starts today. This happened uh, Saturday to Sunday. So work starts today, which is Thursday, and then for an undisclosed number of weeks, they're going to be Airbnb in it. Really? Yes, which changes my work a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be, I felt bad because yesterday my boss was explaining to me kind of how dire the situation was, and one of the kids was like, it's okay, Claire, your commute won't be too affected. And I was like, actually, it will be deeply affected. And I kind of said something to that effect out loud, and I was like, Claire, don't be fucking selfish. Like... Their apartment is ruined. That 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 what a what a pure moment from yeah. that kid. <laughs> Just they do that all the time. Aww. I have some I have some impending surgery upcoming, most likely. And when mm-hmm. I told them about that, the little girl that I take care of, she um, hugged my leg for a good minute. She was like, mm. "Here's a hug." Aww. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're very 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 sweet people. Also, regarding surgery, I'm fine. I didn't mean to like drop that like it was dropped. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Um. So yeah, dealing with a flood and the <clears throat> aftermath at work right now. We in college, the summer that I moved in, and this was like right before I moved in. They had a flood come from, like, what ended up being my bathroom. Mm-hmm. So they woke up to, like, the same thing where it was just an inch of water Ugh. all across this disgusting like, college apartment. Yeah, it's, like, gross water, too. Yeah. Like, water from a flood is never clean. Right. Even if it comes from the sky, it picked up some mud along the right. way. Even if it's, like, not sewage, it's still gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had a sump pump failure when I was a kid, and the entire basement was filled with, like, fecal mud water. Yikes. No, no. And the yard, the sump pump couldn't release in the yard, and the yard got all swampy. Mm. The poor dog, is he was a corgi, and he was just covered in water on his fat tummy. Aw. Yeah. Aw, you had a corgi before they were, like... Yes, bad. before they were cool, we had, <laughs> we had a Pembroke-Lush Courtney named Sparky. Aw, that was my nickname in college. Yeah. For real, for real. For real, for real? For real, for real. Why? Um, it was, like, sometime my freshman year, and my friends Adrian and Brendan, like, a group of us were having dinner. Adrian and Brendan walked up, and they were like, we're going to start calling you Sparky. And I go, why? And they go, because you're kind of like a puppy dog. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Weird. Yeah. Of I loved all, it. Of all the dog names to pick, I didn't think that Sparky was such a popular dog name. I I guess. I guess it was in the 90s. And then my mom also used to just, like, call me Sparky, just, like, like not, like, seriously, but just kind of like, okay, Sparky, let's go. Yeah. Like, so that was funny. So, yeah, we like, they still call me Sparky, <laughs> which when, I love. I love it. When I was in Hairspray, there's a, there's a line in Hairspray 
where someone says, well, if it isn't the ever-sparkling Sir Link Larkin, mm. but the actor that we had saying that line, she would regularly say, well, if it isn't, uh, well, if it isn't the ever-sparkin' Link Larkin, mm. and, like, the L of sparkling was always missing, mm. and so we were always, like, like waiting to find out if he would be sparkling or sparkin'. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's kind of the same. I kind of, yeah, I kind of like that. If it isn't the ever-sparkins or Link Larkin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it really gets me. Um, okay, Ian Brodsky. It's almost your time. Cue the music. Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? All right, and um, I'm going to start with an apology because this is going to bring it down a little bit. Ian, um, Ian, Ian. First off, you start a lot of stories with an apology. You know what? If it just needs to be pulled down, just pull it right down. All right. You can, so yeah, no apologies. So um, buckle up, kids. Um, yeah. So, um, I mentioned before that, like, I've just kind of been stressed and nonstop lately, and, like, this week, I actually kind of had a breakdown, like, for my first time in a long time. Um, yeah, so, and, like, I'm very lucky that I have a good job, I've been working on some great projects, I have some, I've, I've lately always had, like, a great audition coming down the pipeline, um, but there comes a point where you, something has to give. And this week, like, what gave was my sleep and my meals, which is, like, not good. Like, it just... You're already too skinny. Thank you. Um, (laughs) My family will be like, see, Ian, Claire says so. Yeah. Will you believe us now? Yeah, Um, no, you're too skinny. I mean, you got some muscular tone, my friend, but, yeah, you are a thin man. Thank you. Um, I I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't don't know why I said thank you to that, but... um, Because it's the social normative that... Thin is beautiful. I guess. I guess. No, I guess you're right. Like, um, and a lot of, but a lot of that, like, I was going to say historically and genetically, but like, typically that comes from me, like, not feeding myself well. And I know that I can fall into that trap. And this week, like, this past week, I, I fell into that trap. And what finally, like, what the straw that broke the camel's back was, um, I got home. I ordered uh, dinner, and then around the time it was supposed to show up, I look at my phone and I see that it is at the wrong address because I did not What address did you send it to? I sent it to an address down the block where I was dog-sitting last I ordered it. Oh. So I forgot to change it back. And so then I sat there kind of just like sprawled out on my couch like, I can't even order my dinner right. I don't even have time to break down over this because I need to call the restaurant and get it shipped to the right place, which required, like, calling the restaurant, talking, like, getting a call from the delivery person who doesn't speak English, and I speak very minimal Spanish, so I can't really communicate with him, to calling the restaurant again, to, like, the delivery guy, to the restaurant, to giving them the delivery guy's phone number. So finally, it ended up back here, but, like, yeah, it was... I guess, like, I needed it. I feel like I'm on the other side of it. Like, I had, like, a rough, like, week and a half, and I'm busy now, but, like, and I'm, like I said, I'm a little sick, but I'm on the other side of, like, the feelings side of it. Like, sure. at this point, I'm just like, okay, I just kind of need to get through the next two days, and I'm good. Um, And just, like, be nice to myself and be conscientious of, like, what I'm putting in my body and 
get through this show, y'all. Um, yes. But yeah, like it was, it just, um, it was one of those things where it's like, I'm glad we bu- we backlog episodes, like in like as of late because you and me both. If I didn't have like that Thursday morning free, I might not have made it. Like it was, yeah. And at the same time, I was dog sitting. I was like not living at home. Like it was, it was just all these these layers upon layers of things. So I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm great. Like um, like I I yeah. I'm I'm still just very fortunate for everything that I have going for me. Um, but, but also yeah. like don't worry about this is Claire, your friend talking, not yes. like society. Don't worry about downplaying how valid something is by how many blessings you also have. Sure. Right? They're not mutually exclusive. We can be very fortunate people with an anxious series of events. And our responses are always valid. Like, you needing rest, your body's physical representation, literally, your body is manifesting a sickness out of this stress. Clearly. It has very little to do with spring. You're a positive person, so you're like, oh, it's spring. It must be the it must be the seasonal allergies. Right. No, I think your body is literally having a breakdown. And, like, I'm here to tell you that no matter how fortunate we are, it is also valid to be upset, stressed, anxious, in a panic attack. I appreciate that. It's valid, buddy. It's valid. Thank you. Um, no, I, I, I need that permission sometimes, so I appreciate hearing it from someone I love and trust so <laughs> well, Dearly. it's better to, you know, beg for my forgiveness than ask for, for my permission. permission. But, you know, I guess I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I recently started therapy for my obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. And it is becoming more and more apparent to me that figure it out or get through it is not an option. It's right. not a step on this journey. Um, and for someone who I know also suffers from anxiety as you have shared with mm-hmm. us i i would say i just need to get through these next couple days is maybe your favorite phrase right right <laughs> and that's not actionable getting through something is not actionable right yeah um i guess like the actionable part is like i have a to-do list i'm checking off all the things as i go along that's good um yeah so like i, I that that makes it feel better that yeah, that does make it feel actionable, and that makes it feel like I'm attaining something as opposed because to, you can like... see the progress. Right. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, I can always yeah. tell when you've been stressed by the state of the couch. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Ian has... So where, where we record is at his dining room table, which mm-hmm. is across this kind of open concept space. There's, like, a cased opening, and it's across from his couch and when i come into the apartment i can always tell what the state of ian's mind is by the living room right yeah it's the same for me with my bedroom if Mm -hmm. i don't make my bed every day i cannot actually get started i feel like i never left the house when i leave the house no that that like that makes sense and it's It's not meant to be a read no no, i'm not trying to like it's funny no not at all i mean it's funny because we were talking in acting class yesterday about like people's like um like their fidgets and stuff like Mm. those like those kind of tells yes um yeah so it's like yeah so that's kind of like my tell yes like uh, yeah yeah because the couch is just kind of messy 
It's not really messy. I think I think it's just you can tell that it's been consistently lived in and on. Right, in right. In different that's... times. Like, it's funny what indicates a different time of day. Like, the paper and the notebook and the backpack that are on it mm-hmm. tell me that work was done there. But also, like, the snacks and the Xbox controller and the computer wires tells me that rest was had there. Right. Yeah. It was, like, it's definitely all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. The couch has seen many a... Uh, Many and eating. Right, right. Yeah. So once you don't get through the next couple days and the next couple days happen, will you have some rest over the weekend? Oh, yeah. So luckily, for transparency, um, when Claire and I finish today, I'm going straight to an audition. Then I have to go to therapy, film another audition, nap, go to work. Yeah. When I wake up tomorrow, it'll probably be around like 2 p.m. Um, because I'm doing an overnight tonight, um, which I love overnights. Um and then tomorrow night, I'm called around, like, for between 4 and 6, I should really find that out, um, for, <laughs> for a 7 o'clock concert. And then Saturday Saturday is the word. Saturday, I have off. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then I'm just going to – I'm going to see where – I'm going to see where I can take it from there. Because if I need to put a sick day in, I'll put a sick day in yeah. on Sunday. If I'm feeling better, I'm feeling better. Um, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Stay tuned to find out if Ian is part of the show anymore. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, Ian, I love you. I love you. I'm here for you. If Thank there's you. a moment of stress, just call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, there's not much I can do, but I can send food to the right address. <laughs> Touche. That was a read. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I've done. That's not the first time I've done that either. Yeah. So yeah. Oh gosh, I I worry about doing that all the time. One time I had a boss that sent the Uber to take me home to my apartment because mm-hmm. he came home drunk when I was babysitting, and they call and he was like, "I'm outside." And he's like, "I don't see you. You're not outside." And he's like, "I'm outside." And it was so confusing. Aww. <laughs> oh. all, right, all right. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Ooh, Ian, yes. <laughs> What are you obsessed with, Claire? I am obsessed with Patriot Act with Hassan Minhaj. Mm. It's airing every Sunday on Netflix. I think Netflix pulls off the week-by-week drops just as well as the binging drops. Absolutely. But this show, if I had to binge, it would be very hard to stay concentrated. Hassan, Hassan, that's how you say it, Hassan has a fantastic way of biting down little chunks of information into colloquial verbiage that I understand so much better. Right. And um, he tackles anything from streaming royalties to the crown prince of Saudi Arabia being a total asshole um, to medical insurance Mm -hmm. to... um, He did a whole episode on, like, hype beast culture. Like, it was... Yes, streetwear and hype culture. Yes, yeah. So anyway, Hassan Minhaj is so thoughtful, so handsome, and oh, yeah. really talented. Excuse me, and really talented. Also, I will say my favorite thing that I'm obsessed with on that show are the graphics. Mm-hmm. The graphics are so consistently fantastic, and they also have amazing continuity episode to episode. Yeah. Um, and they're just, I don't know, fantastic. So, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I'm obsessed with Patriot Act. Great. Okay, rotating question. We've decided we're changing this. Yes. Uh, Desert Island? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, three 
it's a desert island, but you have three cities, three carbon copies of cities that you can visit. Oh, it's a really big island. It's a big island. There's okay. like it has like it has good in- infrastructure. New York City. Absolutely. Paris. Of course. France, not Texas. Ha. Good luck, Texas. Got him. Paris, France, and a city I've never been to. Dubai. Dubai. Yes. yes. Okay. And then I got all my climates too. Oh, facts. Yes. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what are you watching and listening to this week? Listening to a lot of film scores. Mm. I'm really obsessed with the score for Isn't It Romantic, the new Rebel Wilson film. Ooh. Also watching Isn't It Romantic. I've seen it twice in the theaters. I oh, really yeah? Do want, I want to see it again. I've also been listening to 27 Dresses, the score for Dave, and I also rewatched Dave last night. How was it? Dave is a fantastic film. The only thing I wish had been, like, revealed was Dave being Dave. Mm. But other than that, um, yeah, fantastic film. When was that film? 1993. Got it. So I guess it was filmed in 91, 92. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm also pretty obsessed with, or not pretty obsessed, I'm also uh, looking forward to Queer Eye Drops this week. Right. Queer Eye Season 3, so I can't wait to watch some of that. I'm, I finished The Masked Singer. How was it? Most of my predictions were right. Some of them were way off, um, but most of them were right. And there were a couple that nobody guessed, which was amazing. They were All fantastic. Right. Ben Platt has new music out, oh, which yeah. is pretty good. And I'm trying to keep up with the top 40. It's kind mm-hmm. of ever-changing. It's kind of turning into trap music or right. girl groups. And I, so I'm trying to keep up with that. It's a, it's a little bit difficult. Sure. Um, and I also listen and watch a lot of videos on TikTok. Oh, my right. gosh. I'm TikTok obsessed now. But you're also viral. Yes, I am. I am officially TikTok viral. Yes, I have a, a lot of new friends on the app. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, that is what I'm watching and listening to. Cool. Uh, who was the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating. I think it was my boss. I All think right. she was telling me what to do instead of go home because the guys are working on the kitchen. Mm, yeah. Okay. And finally, who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well recently announced presidential candidate for 2020, Beto O'Rourke. Right? Yeah. So oh, man. There are a lot of qualified people in the field, but I feel like Beto is like the new Barack, right? He has only a little bit of experience, but a lot of hope and a lot of game. And he's I, hot. He he is hot. hot. Like, I mean, separate from his politics, which I, I align with completely, mm-hmm. I think that he is a really, I don't know, positive person. I like that. A lot of people get you to vote for them by, by gloom and doom. Right. And someone who's hopeful, a.k.a. Barack Obama, makes people really happy. Right. I, so like, why not better? I do love his brand, like, and I hate saying that, like, because it's such, like, a, a Hollywood term, but, like... But it is a his, brand. It, it yeah, is. his whole, like, Beto brand is, like, positivity and, like, the, like he and good solutions. So, yeah. 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 Great. Great. Um, so, Beto O'Rourke, that is who I wish well. Wish you well, Beto. Cool. Yes. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? Um, I am obsessed with this story of um, all of the, like, celebrities and rich and famous people who committed this, like, insane level of fraud to get their children into colleges. Yes. So. Which is cuckoo bananas. bananas. Thank you, two dope queens. Yeah. Because... 
it, it's so crazy to me because people like that can just donate to the school publicly right. and the kid will get in. Absolutely. But you had to do it in secret. Right. Like, you, like wasn't it like Felicity Huffman was just like, oh, our, like my kid's SAT room just happened to need a proctor. Yeah. Like something wild, wild like that. Crazy. So like I'm obsessed with it partially because like I still need to read up on it and like fully educate myself on like the story but like just everything i've heard about it i'm like this is ridiculous well it brings up questions about a lot of other stuff right like just affirmative Affirmative action action. in general but somebody posted that it also calls into question legacy admissions Mm -hmm. and as someone who is a legacy admission to my alma mater i do take a little bit of offense i worked really hard to get in it helped that my brother already went to elon and, yeah, I might not have gotten in without him and his friends, like, backing me and writing me recommendations. I listed all of their names on my transfer application. But I also worked really hard for those grades. I And I, for that opportunity. Same. And I, I am also a legacy admission to my school. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I do like to think at least 80 to 90% of me getting into that school was the work I did myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, Enough that if I didn't do that, it wouldn't have happened. Mm. And I, yeah, I, right. I'm, I'm frustrated that that is coming down on this because I think in American collegiate culture and alma mater culture, like whatever that may be, right? legacies are important. Like families have teams. Families go to the yeah. same schools because they have a special place in your heart. And a, clearly it was a good experience for the first person. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know. That's the only part that I'm just like, I just want to, I don't it know, feels like get it, mad at. Right. It feels like a nuance that like, not that it shouldn't be called into question, but it's like, does this have to be called into question? Because that nuance in itself has a lot of shades. Yeah. I mean, maybe the point is for me to get offended. I mean, maybe I did get into Elon because my brother went there. I don't know, but it didn't, I doesn't take it. away from the experience I had there. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it is crazy pants. Right. Especially for someone like Lori Loughlin, who is one of the most beloved TV moms of all oh, time. Oh, yeah. She really screwed the pooch on this one. Yep. That is fucked up. Bummer. Yeah. Just realize that screwed the pooch means fucked the dog. Yep. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, don't like that. Yeah. She really bestiality that. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question number two. Mm-hmm. Desert Island three candy bars. Uh, Hershey's, Reese's, Caramello? I don't know. Um, wow, you're take boring, five? Ian. I know. Okay, take five. All right, that's uh, kind yeah, of crazy, take five. crazy candy. No, because I, I just love me my Reese's Cups. I love me my Hershey bars. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but I went to Hershey Park the week that Take 5 was a new candy bar. Really? And they were given them out like it was going out of style. Really? Every ride had a person at the entrance of the line with a basket full of Take 5. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, it was a hot candy bar. I want to go back to Hershey Park. I haven't been in like... 15 years. Day trip to Hershey Park? I'm fine with that. I don't know if we could day trip to Hershey Park. That might be an overnighter. That might be an overnighter. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Ian Brodsky, what are you watching slash listening to? Um, I watched Ocean's 8 this week. Whoa. And yeah, because I really wanted to see it when it was in theaters and I never got the chance to. And I finally watched it and I really enjoyed it. Like, I love heist movies. Like, it was like so i just really enjoyed it i love like watching badass women do badass things yeah um and then also um been keeping up with uh 
Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Lin-Manuel Miranda was on it this week. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, It was great. Um, and then I've been listening to uh, Lizzo Has a New Single Out, which is incredible. Claire, I feel like you would love it, and I feel like you would love singing it. I feel like maybe I already downloaded it. Okay, because so really I love sure. you? No. You got to listen to Because I Love You. Okay. Because it's like, it's like this this woman can do everything. Yeah. Um, Lizzo is like her own. She's movement. her own thing. Yeah. yeah, she's her own thing. And um, been listening. I've been going back to a lot of Jason Mraz. Um, yeah, just like kind of a lot of like old school things that make me happy. Sure. Yeah. Who was the last person you texted that wasn't me? Um, it was because a couple it college. Was me. It was. It was you. Yeah. Um, it was a couple of college friends because we discovered the bar down the street does trivia night. So we're like, let's. I want to go to a trivia yeah, night. Yeah, let's do it. The Ian, I am a trivia champion. Let, you, let's go. You're invited because well, this great. bar. Have you been to uh, Hilltop Park? I don't think so. No. Um, it's literally on 159th and Broadway. Okay. It's my new favorite place. It's great. Um, the bartender slash manager, some of the bartenders like and the manager knows me, like. So well, aren't you something? So they give us the hookup. Um, but yeah, like I love that place. I'm excited to do a trivia night with everybody. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me know when it's happening. We'll I'll do. Be there. Yeah. Absolutely. And one person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well this week. Um, I'm going to go on a similar note. I'm going to wish well Elizabeth Warren, okay. who, I've, who I've done on the show before, but um, I like and again, like I have not, I do not know who I'm voting for in the primary, but. I have always admired Elizabeth Warren and her tenacity and how she's always been super true to herself and her beliefs throughout everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I wish her well, and I, I, I hope, like, I hope nothing but success for her. Yeah. I hope that she gets past some of this scandal. Right. Um, not that she didn't bring it on herself. But I do think she has a lot more to say than answering questions about her non-diversity. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. like, that's like her like Reverend Wright thing. Like that's yes. her like that's her one like but her emails thing. And like, I don't want to get into a tangent about that right now. Well, but, but you know, moving forward, like people are like, oh well, let's stick to the issues, blah blah blah. And I'm like, but we're actually in a time where that's one of the issues. So like, right. it's gonna follow her forever. I think it might. Although I wish her well as well, I do think it may be her downfall. People cannot let that shit go. I don't know. I'm hoping it isn't. And that, like, I I agree that it could be, but I'm hoping it's not. I, the other thing, too, it's like, she has so much experience, and yet I still think we need someone young. You know what I mean? Like, Right. I don't disagree. A, it's such a mixed up Democratic party and primary right now because the people with the experience were like kind of trying to push out so we can like bring in some young socialist right. boys right and yeah i mean if she gets the nomination i'll be very surprised because of the direction the party has been like clearly she, indicating to go for a long time but she does align very left that way like she doesn't identify as a socialist but like all of her policies that she's talked about are very much like aligned with like the aocs and like Right, but, I think, but and... I think it's a young person that will get that message to actually stick. I could see that. Yeah. I could see, and it's like, who knows? Who knows? We're still waiting to see if Biden's going to throw his hat in. Well, oh my God. I mean, if Joe Biden runs, he will probably get the ticket, and we will lose the election. Like, he's I'd... also ancient. Like, Right. 
all of these things you're saying I don't disagree with. Like I'm I'm it's hard for so me to talk overwhelmed. Right. It's hard for me to talk <laughs> about politics for this reason because it's like all of these things that like everyone on like the left has been talking about, like none of them are not true. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where it's like we I feel like we just kind of have to wait and see. Well, and there's so many different versions of our party. We don't right. have like a solid the one thing that President Trump does have going for him is like even the people in his party that dislike him would rather die for those values than change then, yeah. even slightly. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he does have incumbent power. I think it's not right. unreasonable to think we'll have him for eight years, which. I've heard that before. Yeah. There are worse things that could happen, but I'll be hopeful, you know. Right. Well, change shit. is hopefully coming. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to tear apart your who you wish well, because I wish no, you well, it's, too. I'm it's just, fine. I am uh, getting overwhelmed with how many choices we have. Right. And all of I them agree. are different. <laughs> right. They're all so different. None of them are similar. I wish that right. like four or five of them were like kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> and then we could just be like, oh, there's that ideology and this ideology. Right. Yeesh. Okay. Well, on that note, Ian Brodsky, where can people, oh, ooh, uh, do you have a random, I, let's cut it. You don't like doing this. I, I have one this week. <gasps> random factor thought. Did you know? That bones are organs. What? Bones are organs. You can look it up. They create marrow and blood. They are part of an organ system called the skeletal system. Yes. For more on this, I direct you to A, the internet, and B, Emily Heller on Love It or Leave It a couple weeks ago. Huh. Because did you know bones are organs? I feel like I did know that, but you're saying it in a way like I should be surprised. I did not know that. Oh, okay. I, I, I did. D- I beep, did not know beep, that. Beep, beep, boop. I did not know that. <laughs> Does it not bl- come It blew my mind on the C train <laughs> last week. <laughs> blew my mind on the C train is the name of the episode. Great. By Done. Far. Done. By far. What's your fun fact? Uh, my fun fact or thought of the week is that I just learned on Punch Up the Jams that wannabe when they were recording wannabe the spice girls were all in the room except posh was on the phone what does that mean she wasn't in the recording studio for wannabe she was on the phone oh just like separate yeah wow yeah weird crazy right yeah Okay, Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, ibrodsky and on Facebook as facebook.com slash brodskyian. What about you, Claire? I'm at womanship on Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok, clairemanship.com, facebook.com slash Manship. The show is at thisweeksthing, thisweeksthing at gmail.com, hashtag thisweeksthing. Thisweeksthing.com, and we are a Dapper Devil production. Yes. At Dapper Devil Prod on Twitter, at Dapper Devil Productions on the IG. And uh, we got some new photos coming your way. We yeah. We did, did a little photo shoot. Yeah, and they look great. So yeah. shout out to Jason Gonzalez, who took those for us. He's excellent. Yeah, so we had a great time, and that was fantastic. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jason. Okay, until next week, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was the, the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye. Toodles.
was a Dapper Devil production. Say...